Hi guys, Shambi here. Now, I'm going to leave it at that just so I can listen to what I've just said because I'm not lying to you. I just recorded 15 minutes of babble. I call it babble because I don't really know what I was talking about. And then when I went to play it back so I can listen, you couldn't hear anything. So before I go into another 15 minute ramble, right, I'm just going to test speak to you soon hi guys shambi here hope we're all happy and i hope we're all well hope we're all well and happy guess what i'm doing nanowaymo okay if you didn't know that from the title already Basically, I made this decision very last minute. Impulsive story of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I just decided I'm going to do this like two weeks ago. So two weeks ago, I googled what's NaNoWriMo. And basically, it's the month of November where writers come together and they challenge themselves to write an A50,000 word novel in 30 days. Now, that is a lot of words. (laughs) This will be my first ever nano, my first ever novel, my first ever nano diaries. That is a lot of firsts. Um, So, 50,000 words is a lot. Okay, disclaimer as well. Note, they will not be daily episodes. I just, I cannot commit to that. I am inconsistent on a good day. So I'm not even going to say, these are going to be daily diaries. No, probably more like a wrap up of my week or midweek. I don't know. Probably something like that. Yeah. So NaNoWriMo is basically a challenge where you commit to writing 50,000 words novel. Or more or less, you you can make it be your personal challenge, but like the official website is like 50,000 words and stuff. Um, So yeah, I'm going to challenge myself. I am going to aim for the 50,000 words. If I make it there or not, that's another thing. (laughs) I am definitely going to try. We'll see. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see. That would, yeah, I don't know. So... I'm preparing myself for the writing month at the moment. It's not actually November yet. It will be by the time this goes up. So at the moment, I'm prepping myself, which amongst all the, you know, OG nanos is apparently called Preptober. I don't know if I can really count that as Preptober when it's like, this is like the weekend before I'm prepping now. Well, it's still October, so it's still Preptober. So yeah, I'm preptobering at the moment and I'm doing something else that I've not done before. Hotlining! <laughs> Fun, but we'll get into that a little bit more later. Um, yeah. So some ways I've chosen to organise myself for November is one, blocking out my time that I'm going to write like I said 
I am only really available on the weekends like so for those of you who have work family school like you don't have that luxury of getting up every morning and just writing for the entire day and then going back to bed we have to really be intentional with our time so I just really blocked out what time I can and then outside of that if I catch a minute or two I'm gonna grab them and use them so that's one way I've organized myself number two is planned my food food is so important people what you're gonna eat for dinner <laughs> what you're gonna eat for breakfast what snacks are you gonna have snacks are very important also you need to make sure you're stocked up on your like your tea bags or coffee if you drink coffee or whatever because like these things are very important guys we need sustenance otherwise we're gonna wither away at our computers with pens in our hands like that will be a problem <laughs> and then second to planning food food is always you know that has to be priority is planning fun planning what i'm gonna do for like fun because i want this whole process to be fun for me but i don't want it to feel like a chore either so i'm gonna make a point about putting in some fun time and linking those to reward times as well so if i reach a milestone boom fun day you know like i don't want to dread this i really want to enjoy this process that's why i'm not putting too much pressure on myself and that's my advice to you guys as well if you're doing it don't put too much pressure on yourself just enjoy it and then when, when you reach a milestone celebrate like have a dance party if you want to have a dance party if you want to have a pizza have a pizza like if you want to go and splurge on something go and splurge on something be mindful of your money though <laughs> and then next thing i'm organizing myself is i'm organizing like my my reading and what i'm watching so I'm being again just as intentional with what I'm reading and watching so I really am going to be consuming quite a bit of what is relevant to my story so I'm probably going to be re-watching a lot of children's programs reading a lot of children's chapter books on like supernatural stuff as well um just because like I want to be in that vibe for this November and I want to like be in that world and I will learn things from watching and reading this style of story and it will only benefit me in the long run so instead of having like what I'm consuming be something polar opposite to what I'm trying to put out like you put out what like what's, what's the saying you put out what you get given in the world I don't know that saying anyway that saying basically what you consume you put out so I'm trying to make a conscious effort of consuming the type of story that I want to put out so that's just like a few ways I'm organizing myself for November so yeah so the story I'm working on is a children's chapter book about magical supergirls they're discovering their powers being introduced to new and old worlds remember that old worlds and on top of all of that they are faced with a villain who wants to destroy their world as they know it so it's that typical you know you know with great power 
becomes great responsibility. It's that kind of story that's happening here. Um, the reason I chose this story is one because it's one of the first that I came up with in my head. I think I was probably, I don't know, maybe nine at the time in primary school and just used to play this out in my mind like yes my mind as a child was well <laughs> also I chose to go with this story because I know the characters I know the setting I know what's going to happen like I know the beginning the middle the end I know the next series I like I know what's going to happen I know spin-offs and all that stuff so I just thought it would be easier to go with something I already know Especially considering I chose to join Nano like pretty short notice, there wouldn't have been much time to come up with something completely new. I mean, I probably could have I've got loads of ideas in my head, but I just wanted to stick with something that I already knew. Um, it also it mirrors the genre of show I used to love watching as a kid, and that's the age group that. I'm aiming this story for so that's really important plus it's what I still enjoy watching you know the the the, the super the witches like that kind of girl power superheroes sort of thing so it's familiar to me you know when they say write what you know that's kind of my aim for this whole nano challenge for me is just why what I know so that all the new stuff doesn't overwhelm me because I have something that I'm familiar with still there. I also thought this would be easier than starting with a whole new concept, like I said, like that just <laughs> comes with so many other things that like you've got to figure out, okay, so what's the point of my story? Who are the characters? Who Who's the antagonist? Like all of that, that would have just taken up precious prep time. So I fought against that. My goal is to do the full 50,000 words. <laughs> you, know, you know when people say, oh, <laughs> dreams are out of this world. Like I think my dreams are out of this world. Um, it might be pretty ambitious considering this is like my first time doing Nano, number one. Number two, my first time doing a chapter story like I'm, I'm not written a chapter story before not in full anyway I've always started and never finished <laughs> um so yeah that will be challenging also I'm not available for the entire month to just be you know writing on my laptop um I really only have the weekend <laughs> so I don't know how practical meeting the 50,000 word count will be but I'm gonna try but I'm also gonna be flexible with myself I'm not gonna put too much pressure on myself I'm just gonna do what I can but that is what I'm aiming for like that's the light at the end of the tunnel for me um and I think that's a good thing for anyone else who's choosing to do nano not even just nano just in general anything anything you're choosing to do don't put too much pressure on yourself have have an aim that you're aiming for 
can do everything within your power to reach that goal but then it may drag yourself down or feel bad if you don't reach that I feel like as long as you're making progress that's what really counts it's different if you have a goal but you've not really tried or done anything to reach it you can't then complain if you didn't you know but if you're actively trying you've made progress like don't belittle the progress you've made just because you haven't gotten to the end mark like continue going you'll get there eventually you just didn't get there when you said you was going to so i think that's probably just a good point for everyone to know so genuinely i don't outline my stories i don't plan yeah that in life as well as writing (laughs) you know the saying (laughs) fail to plan plan to fail that definitely applies to me however i do think some people do work better just going with the flow and i used to think that was me (laughs) having gone through the outlining process this time around and I'll probably maybe disagree a little bit. I think this is probably better for me and will definitely be better for my writing. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see come the end of November if it's made any progress for me. <laughs> but how I chose to outline this time around is, <clears throat> first of all, I put all the moving parts of my story on paper in the notebook. Like I said, I, I've known the story, I've like watched it in my head on replay sort of thing. So I've known the story, so I just put all the moving parts down on paper just so like I knew like what would be happening. Okay, so this happened at the beginning, this happened. Like I kinda just had all the bits down and like the characters, who's gonna pop up and all that stuff. So I had that down. Once I did that, I then went and started to really flesh out my characters and I started with my main protagonist I'll say main protagonist because like like I'm doing kind of like a a super witch group there's like a bunch of them so initially in this story's conception there wasn't like a main character it was like an ensemble cast you know like Power Rangers or something like that um but I simplified it for myself for the writing process so I thought writing so many points of views and like things like that would just make it a lot harder for me so I kind of just like zoned in on one main character the other characters are still very relevant and you get to see them but I thought it really worked well with how it's the beginning of the story and they're just discovering their power you know like and like they discover their power at staggered times so I thought having one main character ideally be the first person who figures out their powers I feel like it really worked so it served in the writing process and it served within the story and I think that's something for those who are practicing their writing skills to remember is just you can be flexible with how you choose to tell your story to focus on areas that one you want to practice on or your strength so I just knew that writing multiple points of view wouldn't work for me so I really simplified 
that process for myself if you really want to challenge yourself you could be like you know what no i'm writing multiple points of view and that's very popular in writing at the moment so just something to know i then went on to the ensemble cast so what i really initially wanted to do is just kind of do real in-depth character profile for my main character and then just keep it simple for everyone else however i kind of ended up doing the same process for the ensemble just because they are a big part of the story even though i'm not focusing on them being the main character so i and i had the information already like i said i I know the characters so it just this is the part that i enjoy guys i enjoy the characters coming up with their backstories like i can get lost in this part that's probably why I never end up writing the whole story because I'm too busy figuring out what this person did on their 10th birthday and they're now 68. <laughs> After I did the ensemble, I went on to the supporting characters. So, like, technically, my ensemble are part of the supporting characters, but like, I kind of tiered them. So, the next set of supporting characters and their profiles I kept really short and sweet. Like, I didn't go too much in depth. So, we don't know like their favorite spice or favorite flavored lemonade or anything like that but we know what we need to know about them and i kind of kept it at that and then i did my villain again i went in depth with my villain just because a i knew them very well and b they're relevant to the story i'm gonna leave it at that no spoilers just in case i decide you know what let's try and publish this story i don't know i don't know if it's going to be any kind of good for that to happen but we'll see after all that i just jotted down some names of like extras just so i had names to pull on and like i knew so like for example i know like the character's parents names i know their younger siblings name so if i ever just need like extra to say something or do something to push the story somewhere i have those people who are already there so i don't have to be building out extra 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 characters that just come out of the blue and don't make sense to the story you know sometimes there's always that one character that just really came out of the blue and then you never saw them again it's like why did that character even need to be there whereas i really love when i'm watching like movies or tv shows or even reading books is characters whom you always know are there but i'm not really doing anything and then they just come to the forefront like anyone watches eastenders i love like the characters of like tracy winston like those kind of characters like they're just there always in the background and then every now and then they have a line <laughs> like i like those kind of characters i just don't i don't like those random ones that just come off the tube out of the blue and then you never see them again it's like well what was the point in you <laughs> so yeah that's what i did after I flesh out like their profiles and everything like that the first thing I do with that is I start with their wants their fears and why they want what they want and why they have that fear whether they know that or not and then how that relates to the story and this is like the characters are are the like I'm telling the story of my characters so they're very important so that has to it makes no sense to have a character who i don't know really wants to be a nurse and 
they're not really doing anything to become a nurse or they're not preventing themselves from becoming a nurse because of their fear like it just it's like it's irrelevant to the story and therefore it will make the character irrelevant at some stage and not have any purpose in the story so I did work on that and then I did like the fun extra stuff like I said I can get lost in character so you know their favorite color tv shows their memories and stuff and this all adds something to the story this all adds elements it's all stuff like for example if you know like your character's favorite color is orange like when a character is going out and they and and they discover you know a box of jewels and then there's rainbow colored jewels and it's like which one are they going to pick well actually their favorite color is orange so it makes sense that they're going to pick the orange one like just little things like that it just adds a little you know i don't know for me i need to know those little details i just i find it fun and then also something that i i just did this time round is i came up with theme songs for the characters and that partly became with because i was when i was like outlining and doing this section with the characters i was listening to like a disney soundtrack in the background so like a couple songs came up and i was like oh my gosh this is like so goes in chapter three when this character does xyz this song is like the anthem sort of thing so then i just got sidetracked and came up with like theme songs for all my characters okay i need help i know i then got a really cool idea from oh i can't remember the person oh i have to figure out the person i got this one but i then went and did a pinterest board and i've not done one of those for like character and things like that but that was actually really fun it really allowed me to like visualize and things like that and so i then did pinterest boards for all the characters so that would be really fun <laughs> to go and have a look at and see um i, I had to limit myself because like I said this is where I get lost every single time and the problem is is that I I go so 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 deep into the creation of character that I end up with an encyclopedia instead of a story like this is probably why I never finish like a chapter story because like I'm too busy like finding out what happened on this character's 10th birthday and they're now 69 yeah anyway when i finished with the characters and everything i then moved on to the plot of my story and like the plotting of it and for this for the first time i used the three act structure now i remember learning about this in english back in school and never getting it and it's really hilarious because I even did drama and it's like I still didn't get it like I remember how much time they gave me Romeo and Juliet to read the play form to try and I still didn't get it so this is the first time I used it and actually it's the first time I used it the first time I actually understood it and it was helpful this time around so yeah I'm learning about it now I'm like whenever I'm reading books or watching something I'm 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 putting it all into like the different acts of this is act one this is that so I'm I'm slowly getting there guys I'm learning something you know this is me on my journey 
it was helpful because it helped me pick up where I was lacking in my story so like I feel like I really struggle with the middle bit like the bit between the inciting incident and the climax sometimes I even struggle with deciding which incident is the inciting incident because I always feel like well is this or is it this or is it that yeah anyway so between the inciting incident and the climax I feel like I always get a bit muddled and that's probably why my stories never end because I never know how to get to like I always know what my climax is going to be like the climax and what the end is but and that is getting to that stage I'm really good at like plot twists and you know having like all 200 different plot twists but then I think I get lost like you know the sat nav goes berserk you know I lose the map and I lose my direction and then I have no idea how to make my way back home I do feel like that happens to me quite a lot so this time around now that I feel like I've understood the free act structure I feel like it's helped me a lot and I feel like that's definitely going to help this story after I finish plotting um the um overall story's structure I then did that same repeat that same process for each of the chapters so just so I knew when I'm going to sit down to write chapter one I know what's going to happen in the beginning what's going to happen in the middle what's going to happen at the end and how it's going to lead in to the next chapter and like yeah that was really helpful after the plotting of the story and the chapters I then also had a quick look through like NaNoWriMo they have um like a workbook you can work through to help prepare yourself for um November um I didn't use all of it because um like I said like I chose to do this pretty last minute so I just didn't have time and I didn't want to get too distracted and stuff like that but I did gloss over all the bits and it's it's looked very helpful for like amateur writers who want to learn and practice the craft like there's some good exercises to practice and some of the ones were the two following ones that I'm going to speak about one is like setting and scenes now this really helped me identify like where I'm setting my story and how that lends to the story like how it lends to the characters how it lends to the plot and things like that and it really helped me identify that actually <laughs> if I look at where my story set it's really pretty boring like it was all set within a school <laughs> all of it now if you think about like superhero girl groups like totally spies powerpuff girls power rangers sailor moon like they're not always stuck in the school like how are they fighting the bad guys in the classroom every day like it doesn't work right it just doesn't go with the story i was trying to tell like it's a magical girly genre like where's any of the pink <laughs> so the workbook activities on scene setting the mood really helped me in identifying you know what i need to jazz up my scenes a little bit so i pulled some scenes and placed them in other places and like yeah it really worked 
the next um, thing that I've been working on from the workbook is also they have this activity to work on your dialogue where you actually do a comic book strip between two of your characters to help you with your dialogue. Now this I also found very helpful because this is one of the areas that I struggle with as well. It's like I know like we need to have a conversation on something here and I kind of will just like do like a bracket or a placeholder and like I always intend I want to go back and fill in like the dialogue but I never actually do so this was really good and it really helped me to one not ramble on too much because you know in a comic strip you only have so many um so much space um so it helped me not ramble on too long and it also helped me identify what it is I really wanted to say and what purpose I wanted this dialogue to serve my story so that is really good so if you haven't had a look at the um workbook do go have a look at it because it is very helpful and you can also use it with you when you're writing in november like i know it's prep and things like that but you can still use it with you when you're writing in november just like to jog your memory and jog your mind like if you're writing dialogue at that particular time why not just set it in this frame just to guide you so i think it's that's a really good thing for you to think about so yes that's how i chose to outline my story for the first time now i will let you know by the end of it if it actually worked and helped but it has helped so far like so much so far so i'm definitely anticipating it's going to help during the process and the end product is definitely going to be better because i initially outlined so this is probably going to be me from here on out forget pantsing guys like that is so not for me <laughs> probably going to be trying this now so there you have it my decision to do NaNoWriMo 2021 how I outlined my novel for the first time ever <laughs> how I'm organising myself for the month of November and what my story is about if any of you guys are doing nano this month or have done nano or would want to do nano i'd love to talk like let me know like talk to me let me know thank you so much for listening and i will speak to you again next week bye stay happy stay well <laughs>